Hi, it's Stephen DiPietro from the Stoic Leadership Podcast. Training against false impressions. How do I train against false impressions? Do I even need to? False impressions happen based on the emotion which comes from putting my lens on things. It comes from doing things and thinking things to suit my own agenda. Now, I know that I should be working from facts before forming opinions, but there's this romantic notion of the gut feel. The gut feel has served me well in the past, but it's also gotten me into a lot of trouble. The gut feels a biological shortcut that helps us really, really efficiently and quickly assess another person as a friend or foe, or any position as potentially dangerous or potentially beneficial. The gut feel is this shortcut that lets us get to a decision very, very quickly if we need to. But more often than not, we don't need to make that decision as quickly as our gut feel will allow us to. After the gut feel is made, I need the courage to question that gut feel. The gut feel is the starting point. It's the starting point which needs to be disproven or proven. But either way, it can't be used on its own. Relying on gut feel is simply lazy. Now, I need to work on facts. We all know this. What's the training I can have to rally myself against these false impressions? Practice. That's what there is. But practice what? Well, practice pausing before saying or thinking anything. Practice the opposite position. And practice getting facts. We all know this. But let's have a look at those in more detail. Firstly, practice pausing before saying or thinking anything. This is the age-old sage advice and advice your parents or grandparents may have given you. I just have to take a breath before spewing out my opinion or automatically accepting my gut feel will serve me in good stead. Now, this doesn't mean that I need to go against my gut. It just means to simply pause. When we pause, we create some space. The whole thing of take a breath before you make a decision. It's all there to take a pause moment. Number two, practice the opposite position, the counter argument. As soon as I've formed my own judgment or gut feel, I need to consider the opposite position. There in front of me stands a person that I dislike from the very first moment. Is it possible, counter argument, is it at all possible that anybody else in the world would like them? Do they have a wedding ring? Is it possible that the person they're married to loves them? Do they have children that love them? As soon as I've formed my judgment or gut feel, I need to consider these opposite positions. Is it possible that there's someone at work who likes them and respects them for their skills? Is it at all possible that the counter position to the one I immediately formed is even a possibility, even a remote possibility? The moment I recognize these alternatives, my position gets less secure. Once again, it doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It's just that it's possible that I'm not right. This alone, this alone can send me on a search of facts or a good reason to pause. Number three, practice thinking, so what? Does my impression even matter? Let's say I meet someone I don't like them. Does it matter that I don't like them? Will we have to cross paths again? If so, is it only transactional? So what? Often my position or gut feel has no bearing on anything. It doesn't matter if I think the government is doing a good job or a bad job. I might not get the chance to vote for another three or four years. So what? It doesn't matter. 
I might never cross paths with this person again. So what? Forget about it. Leave it. Don't waste the emotional energy. It could be that my positional gut feel is simply used in a discussion, an argument or gossip. This is truly an example of something that doesn't matter. And number four, practice finding facts. Practice finding facts if you pass the so what test. Now, anything can be researched. I just can't be lazy and depend on my gut feel. I might think that there's a possibility for a new product in my business, but I need to do the hard research. We are here at, well, we're here in, in witness of so many potential or actual spectacular successes. We've seen these spectacular successes of people punting on something and taking a gamble and following their gut feel, so we think. We don't hear the whole story that they've done a lot of research, but we really do not hear about the massive numbers of catastrophic failures due to lack of research. Take the time to breathe and pause. I need to ask myself whether it's relevant and then use the energy to find facts. So back to the question, am I rigorous in training against false impressions? The word rigorous, rigorous is important here. I need to do this all the time. I need to be practicing constantly. The word rigorous is important because this is what I need to do all the time. This is what it means to be human. This is what it means to be something beyond our subconscious automatic input output type of mechanotron. It's, we're not that or robotron. We're not a dog that just wolfs down all the food it can possibly get when it's given a, a bowl full of food. We need to move beyond our, our subconscious, our, our impressions. And in this case, I'm reflecting on it thinking, I need to go beyond my gut feel, even if the gut feel is right. I'm Stephen DiPietro. Thanks for tuning in.